Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Journey. My name is TJ, your host, and with me today is a good buddy of mine, an absolute grinder, a dude that I, you know, would love to have behind me every day as as a fielder, as a teammate, as just an overall good friend, Brett Balkin, SoCal kid. Brett, thanks for uh, joining me today, and I'm excited to hear your story, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, TJ. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so the floor is yours. Go ahead and, and let us know the Brett Balkan story. <laughs> uh, all right, where do I start? Uh, so I I guess we'll start in high school. So I went to Carlsbad High School in San Diego, um, played actually two sports. I played soccer and baseball all through high school. I was actually a better soccer player than baseball, which is crazy, but um, chose baseball, loved baseball. Um, so... I was doing okay there. I was trying to get to Division One was my dream. Like, go play Division One baseball. Um, but out of high school, I didn't really have that. I didn't have any D1 offers. Um, even though I was still hanging around 300 with the batting average, had my glove, it just wasn't uh, – I just didn't get any D1 offers. So, uh, I guess for any advice for anyone out there in high school, man, like, if you're not getting what you want, there's always options to go other places. So, Um, I decided to go to junior college and this is where, um, I hung up soccer, moved on from soccer and decided to go full bore into baseball. So I went to a junior college in San Diego and, uh, San Diego Mesa college and kind of changed everything. I was in at the time I was like, junior college, like, is this really mean that I'm going to ever be good (laughs) at baseball? Like, am I ever going to get to where I want to go? Am I ever going to play division one pro ball? Uh, but then it just opened up everything. Like I said, I was pretty good in high school. I was a good player. I was all conference. Like I would always be all conference, always hit around 300, always do my thing. So I was kind of like, how do I even get to division one? So um, I go to junior college. I hit like my first year, I kind of struggled. Like it really, uh, it was the bat. It was always the bat with me. I always took so much time to get my bat going. And like, I always had the glove, like, you know, me as a defender and stuff. Um, but it took some time. So my first year I hit like 250, 260, kind of struggling. And I'm like, oh my God. Like coaches didn't like me. Um, teammates liked me, but my coaches didn't like me. They they just, I don't know. They thought I was a baby. I kind of was, but um, I was just learning and trying to grow up. Um, so after my first year, I was like, I need to figure things out. Like I'm not in a great place um, as far as my bat. Like, and they're playing me in like left field, third base, short. I wasn't even like that bonafide shortstop like I was like an outfielder infielder utility guy like they're like you're our best ninth athlete you're gonna play but I started all year but it was just such a rocky road that I was like I want to be better at this game I need to make some huge adjustments to my swing so I went to Epstein my big guy my 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 guru my mentor in hitting and uh Jake Epstein Epstein hitting and like he changed everything and really put my swing on video and this is where i really bought into video analysis and like where my business as far as hitting goes as well as what i teach is the video analysis and 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 i'm epstein certified so i uh i went to him and like changed my whole swing like reformed it and even when i came back to junior college for my second year which you know you get two years to kind of prove yourself to get to division one or move on to pro ball or whatever you can do and onto a four-year um i came back and like 
even my fall was kind of not great. So I was like still working through some things. I just remember being in the office all the time. Like, there's like, what are you trying to do? Like, are you trying to like hit home runs all the time now? Like you're five, nine, one, seven, like, you know what I mean? So all of a sudden it was kind of like, again, I was like, what is, I don't know what else I got to do. Um, so I don't know. And then all of a sudden I just stuck with it. I just kept grinding on my swing. My glove was there. Like I was going to be the shortstop. Um, but again, they're kind of threatening. Like, dude, if you're going to try to like, not, if you're going to try to be someone you're not, then like, we're not going to play you. We'll start freshman over you. Like that has no, you know, like that probably shouldn't start over you. So, um, but then it all clicked, like the season started and like, it just clicked. I ended up hitting like 380. <laughs> so, um, and then wow. becoming an all American first team, all conference goal. I won a gold glove that year, Rawlings. Um, so I kind of did everything I think I possibly could um, that second year. And it got me a division one scholarship to Cal state Northridge. Um, but again, if I had, if I had to go through like the recruiting process and what I was going through, that all sounds great. Like, Oh yeah, you tore it up. You got what you're deserved. But, uh, the recruiting process was very, I would tell advice for anyone out there, like make sure your schooling is in the right place because it wasn't, I was a bad student. I was just, uh, I just didn't take that many classes. Like I, I took like four, three, four classes a semester. I was like, dude, I'm not going to go D1. I didn't even know. I was just like, I'm just going to keep playing. Um, but if you, even if you don't know you're going to division one or you don't know where you're going, like act like you are, you know what I mean? Because if I would have maybe taken a little more classes, um, I, I, I committed to Ole Miss actually. So like I was going to go to Ole Miss and I was like, dude, this is SEC. And then they dove into my transcripts like, yeah, you have a three, four. You're not like a terrible student, but you have like, you need like way more units. And I was like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, we're taking your scholarship off the table. I was like, wow. So I lost my scholarship. um, And, and then I was back to square one. I was like, I can't believe, like, I thought I was, I thought I was done. And uh, so I recruiting kept going and I ended up committing to a couple small D2s just because I didn't know what. I was so young. You know, you're so young at that point. Like, you're just like, dude, I'm trying to make a decision. And I deal with it all my hitting clients too right now. It's like, it's a tough decision because you're so young and you got to make a decision for your life, for your, for your future. And um, so again, I kind of battled with some places on like where I was going to end up. And then finally Northridge came to the door and like big West, probably the only division one in California. I probably like 20 to 30 division ones outside of California. But the issue was Ole Miss. Like, you need more units, harder to transfer units out. Yeah. You know I mean? um, so I ended up getting to Northridge, going to meet with them. And uh, it was kind of a same thing, like kind of a battle as far as like getting a scholarship. And I was like, dude, I was all American. So I kind of had to fight for it and market myself to them even then. Um, and mm-hmm. kinda, eventually they came back and gave me pretty much full tuition to come play baseball there. So I signed, I moved on. Now I'm at Northridge. Um, junior college was it was everything I needed it to be and at the same time it was it was really rocky I always kind of tell people like everything I did really well in my life like a year before that things were really sketch and kind of rocky so I always tell everyone like just stay with it like things are good right around the corner if you could just stick to it um, yeah so anyway now I'm at Northridge and uh now I'm there. Like I got there. I made it to the division one. I'm on scholarship. Um, and now I just got to compete and try to win a starting job. Um, so now I go through the fall and, uh, it's just nothing I had seen before. Like I show up, I'm not that big, you know me, I've never been like a huge guy. So yeah, I just remember showing up to the weight room and being like, Oh my God, like, 
like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. I'm going to make it in this game. I'm going to get eaten up. Um, these guys are, like, benching more than I can, like, squat. And I'm just like, dude, I'm a, I'm a junior now, too. I already had a couple years of college. We didn't lift much at Mesa. It was just not that type of regimen. I wasn't used to it. Um, so I knew I had to really, like, be a good baseball player. I had to be smart. I had to do everything right to get in the lineup and to, like, move on. Um, so that's what I really, you know, again, tell the people I work with and anyone I'm around, like, if you are smart enough and you work hard enough, like, you can make it happen. So we get to, like, a week out, and I had torn up the fall. Like, it was just, like, right where I left off from my All-American year the year before. Um, so I'm just tearing it up. Everything's good. Um, and then, like, I get one bad hop at third that breaks my finger. And so a week before the season, and I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, no way. Like, this, like a fluke thing. No one's fault. Like, it was just yeah. trying to knock down a ball, and it, and it broke. You can see the finger, too. Like, right now, it's pretty uh, – <laughs> it's been with me my whole life. But uh, it, so a week – like, a week before season. So, like, going to season, I'm still starting. Like, I earned it. Like, I was a full-time starter. There was no – debate it was just like now i'm playing with a broken finger like and i have two years again i have two years to prove myself to get to pro ball um yeah so i'm playing like swinging with like one finger off the bat and uh i again like i was in such a good place a week before that and then now i'm in like this oh my god i got hit with a broken finger i gotta play third with a broken finger and um honestly defensively was going okay and honestly the first weekend series against sacramento state like i kind of tore it up and i was like oh i'm not gonna really It'll be fine. Like, I'll just play through this crap, you know? And they kept telling me, play through it. Like, it's just a little, you know, just play through it. And I, I so I did. So then we get like a couple weeks into the, that year, I break my toe against St. Mary's, like freezing cold weather. I'm like, ah. So now I have a broken toe, broken finger, and there, or broken toe, broken finger. And it's not like they're, it's just like assumed. Like, I had x rays. It's all there. Like, they take care of you. Um, but yeah. at the same time, they're like, well, we can't really do anything about this. Like, you either play or you shut it down for the rest of the year. And I was like, uh, I didn't even feel like I had a choice. They kind of just uh, urged me to play, uh, especially at the right. time I was playing good ball um, through all this garbage. And then you know, I, so I keep playing. Broken toe. Now all of a sudden, my toe hurts every time I throw the ball. Um, so it leads to an impingement in my shoulder. So um, the the compensation, I was like, started to not use my legs and just use my arm, uh, which right. I had a good arm. So. I was getting away with it. And again, I'm only hitting, I'm not really hitting that great at this point. I'm just playing good D doing, you know, kind of scrapping, wearing, wearing a bunch of pitches. I don't even know how many pitches I wore in the first 20 games, probably like 10, you know? So um, I was kind of like top of the country and hit by pitches and like just getting on base, just griming it out. Like I can't hit worth crap. Cause I broke a toe, broke a finger, torn labrum almost was becoming to happen at that moment. Um, so halfway through the year, I'm just looking down. I'm just like, dude, I'm hitting 200. I'm now I'm starting to make errors because my finger and toe and shoulder. And, uh, and eventually I just had to shut it down. Like, that was it. Like, I had to kind of a failed season in my mind, just a bunch of injuries, um, which is crazy because in the fall it was like, dude, I'm going to be all calm. It's going to be all-American type year again. Like, I'm there. Like, everything's where it needs to be. Um, the fall is a good representation of what you're – you're playing your own guys that are D1 guys. So you're like, I'm going to be good. But – it just didn't work out. It's, it's one of those things. We've been on teams, right, in the spring. Yeah. Dude, we're really good. And then all of a sudden you're like, we're not good. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we got to bring in a million different guys, right? Like that's how it is. So, um, yeah, that was a really tough year on my life. Like, 
And I was at the point, I hadn't done any of my mental training. Like, I was just like, if baseball was going well, I was going well. You know, if baseball wasn't going well, I wasn't going well. So um, I grind out that first year. And they didn't fully tell me it was a tear in my shoulder. Like, impingement, man. Just take some time off. Season ended. Kind of like a rough year. Um, I go into summer baseball. And I'm like, all right, let's just grind out some college summer ball. Like, it's just another 50, 60 games. So you can see how much of a grind it is. Obviously, you've been there. Um, But I have a great summer. Like, I tear it up. I didn't really have the arm. Like, someone was wrong. But I was just quick release. You know, like, just get it there. Get it there. I hit like three yeah. something, had a good year. Um, my head coach is like, dude, super proud of what you just did. Like, you come on in, we're ready to go again. Like, you're starting third baseman. And I guess the time where I was playing a little more, I mean, obviously a shortstop most of my career, but these couple years I was playing third. Um, so I come back, top of the charts on first uh, on third baseman. Um, have another great fall, man. Like, tear it up again. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do it again. It's okay. Fingers healing, toes healing, shoulder was healing. Something all of a sudden I was starting to heal up. Um, and then I get like into the starting season and we play St. Mary's and we just destroy them and our team stack. Like, I'm like, this is the team that can go into regionals, maybe get into the college world. Who, who knows? That's what your dream is, right? Go win that. Yeah. Whole- um, and then like four games get in, I'm hitting like five something. I'm like, dude, I'm the man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going <laughs> to happen. I'm going to get drafted. It's going to be what, everything I dreamed of, even though maybe I didn't see it as a younger kid, but it, it's happening. Um, and then all of a sudden my shoulder goes again, dude, I'm at USC playing my mom's alma mater. So I'm like at a place where it's super special, like to be playing against USC, my dream school is UCLA. So like playing these schools meant a lot to me. And I was just, I was like super excited to play this game. Like my mom went to a big D one school, USC. And I was like, I get to like play here. And like, it's, I got here and, uh, all of a sudden I like start throwing and I'm like, something's really wrong. And I can't throw the ball five feet. So I'm oh, like, no. what's going on? And I remember one of my buddies is like, dude, just just don't show them. Like, just like, don't throw the whole day and like, just grind it out during the game. And like, we'll move on from this. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm taking ground balls at third and I'm just like faking it a little bit. And I can't, I'm like three hopping it to second base, like a 90 foot throw. And they're just looking at me. And I'm just like, oh God. So then my, my assistant coach, I kind of hint him. I'm like, dude, I can't throw it. He's like, what? I was like, I can't throw it. My infield coach. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, dude, I think my shoulder is like, is gone. And he's like, quarter zone. Yeah, we're going to go quarter zone in. I was oh. like, I don't know about that, man. Like, that means my career is probably done. Like, if I quarter zone this, I'll make it through the year. But I'll probably destroy everything going on here. Again, I'm a senior right. at this point. Like, true senior. This is it. Um, so this is where it gets really rocky in my life where, like, Oh man, really tough. Um, because I could, I like, I knew, I, so I got MRIs. I knew it was done. I saw my name get scratched from the lineup. Like I knew it was over. I even pinch hit that. Game. It was really weird. Like I was icing my again. I'm hitting five some five hundred something. So they're like, dude, what's? I'm icing all game, and then they pinch hit me. I'm like, oh, I got my at bat. My whole family's here, and I, I just like had a terrible at bat. And I was like, okay, season's done. Um, that was only four or five games in the year. And the crazy thing is we had a bunch of injuries that year. We lost like four or five really good starters, like our starters. Like I was one of them. We lost two or three other ones. And we finished like top four in the Big West. So it was like, damn, what could have been if like we had everyone, you know? Um, yeah. But we didn't. So moved on. Now I'm in the middle of season rehabbing, and they're kind of trying to put it into this like 
impingement deal. Like you got an impingement again. I'm like, this is not right. You know what I mean? I don't know if I could take a month off and try to do what I did last year. I like, you know, the year before it was like that. Like, hey, take a month off. Come on back. And it was just on and off with my shoulder. Um, it's just, dude, you're just, you know how it is with injuries, man. Like it's just, you're not right. It's hard to be who you want. You got to play banged up. You know me, but injured yeah. is a whole different world. Um, so again, I go through a month of MRIs, probably three or four MRIs. I had red dye put into my shoulder. I had all the stuff and it comes back and they're like, and this is not, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but like Northridge goes, Hey, this is, these are pretty normal tears. I was just like, mm, normal. <laughs> like I can't, throw the ball. I can't throw the ball five feet, like five feet, you know? Um, and so I had to fight him for like a month and not like, you know, it wasn't like crazy. It was just kind of like, Hey, if I need to get the surgery done so I can get ready to go again, like I could red shirt. And that was my plan. I was going to red shirt. I, I was red shirting at that point. Um, so I red shirt, I fight him for a month and finally they approve the surgery. Of course, they just want to get you in and out. Even if you're an all American right. in and out, like we got you, you're on scholarship, get, get drafted. Don't get drafted in and out. Like hate this, right. but, um, so another year would mean they have me on another year of scholarship, more money. Like, so it's, it's another year with me. So, um, I end up getting the surgery approved with kind of a blind factor where no one really knew if it was like full tear or what tears are these. So it was orthoscopic. So they go in and like, I'm just banking. Like if they come out of, if I come out of surgery and they're like, you had no tears, this was completely normal then I'm kind of like, oh, God, like, now I look like a jackass. And, like, it wasn't a bitch. And now I'm like, now they hate me, you know. So, um, but I wake up from surgery, and they're like, hey, Brett, you were completely right. You had a full-on tear. We put on two anchors on your shoulder. You're going to be in a sling for a month. You're going to have to rehab for six months. And I was just like, oh, my God. Hey, great, I'm right. But at the same time, now look at my life. You know what I mean? So um, it was the most depressing time in my baseball career um because it was just like a year or two ago before i was an all-american i was right where i needed to be and then all of a sudden it's just just how it is man i don't want to say i got like cocky or too confident i was just in a good place and it was just a couple fluke injuries that just kept dominoing effect and here i was now torn labrum true senior redshirting to a fifth year senior year i gotta rehab my butt off um so now we get to summer and now i start my rehab um and and they actually renewed my scholarship and everything, so it was all good. But the thing is, they didn't renew the coaches, scholar, uh, coaches' contracts. So I was coming back oh. to a whole new coaching staff. So it was like, oh, God. Like, now I have to go. Now, like, they don't care. Well, they're not going to look up what you've done a couple years ago. They're just going to see you who you are now. So I'm a right. fifth-year senior, brand-new coaching staff, torn labrum, <laughs> broken finger, broken toe, like – who wants this guy? So I knew when I came back, I would have to be like a beast. I would have to be the best guy they had seen. I knew I would have to tear it up and like have a ridiculous fall, um, which was scaring me in a little bit. Cause you're like, you don't want to put that at too much expectation, but I knew I had to tear it up. Um, so I go through my rehab, didn't play at all. Like summer, I just rehabbed. Um, I come back and I was super hungry. It made me very motivated to be that, rock bottom in my mind like i'm at the lowest of the low in my career as far as like my body goes like i i can't use it right now very effectively so and it was just a sign i think of god just being like you need a break dude like you have a broken toe broken finger torn labor time to heal so i healed yeah like, i was able to heal and like come back 
didn't have my arm ready. Like, so I was very limited in mm-hmm. fall. And this new coach, uh, Greg Moore, I love him to death. Gnarliest things I've ever been through, like as far as regiment. Like I'd never been seeing this stuff before. It was like straight military training, uh, mental training, like stuff I'd never even thought like my brain could like do. I was just very it was just really gnarly. I just never had seen something like that. Like the, the workouts, the thing. So it was almost one of those things where I was just like, Oh my God. Um, here we go. So uh, <laughs> I ended up being able to like rehab. I'm playing second, like through fall. So like, I wanted to be a shortstop. We had a couple freshmen over there. Um, like I, it was my job to, to have. So, it, but at the same time I was coming off surgery. So played second all fall. And like, Again, I was just like, I got to be the smartest. I got to be, it's not most athletic. Like, I just got to be the smartest guy out here and uh, and just do it. And so I ended up having a really good fall and uh, transformed my body. Like, I kind of got out of shape because of the surgery. I was like, kind of fat now. Sure, I was like, hey, sure. dude, I'm not, like, I saw a picture of myself. I was like, whoa, like, I need to kind of figure things out. Um, but I ended up transforming my body, healing up. And I remember getting to the, the meeting before winter break where we take a break before the season kind of, right? Um, yeah. And they're like, you're probably going to play first. I was like, yeah, first base. Like, again, like, don't get greedy. Like, you're starting on a Division I team. You got a chance <laughs> to hit every day. Um, but I'm like, I'm a shortstop, bro. Like, uh, I'm going to play short. I'm 5'9". Huh? I'm 5'9", and yeah, you're yeah. going to me play yeah, first base. Like, first? Like, because, again, you're the best ninth guy. Like, you're going to play what we have an opening. We have, like, an all-conference second baseman, one of my really good buddies, Razlowski. So, like – it was – and then shortstop was arm. It wasn't because I couldn't play it. I didn't play any short, like, the whole fall for them. So they'd never seen me play short, only second. And I was like, I'm going to play short. I literally told them, I'm playing short this year. And they're like, okay, <laughs> like, we'll see you in a month. Get your arm ready. We'll give you a chance at short when you get back. Again, when you get back, you know how it is. You got, like, a month and a half to, like, yeah, re- it's like quick. play a bunch, though. They play you so many games. Yeah, it's, like, a quick little month before the season starts. And – that's what's so weird about college is like you get like a month off for winter and then you come back and it's like war zone. So um, I come back and play short and just did it. Like I did it. Like there was no question that I wasn't going to be the shortstop. So I go through all this. These two years had been like the most, I guess, trying points in my life as far as my baseball career, as far as injuries and all that. So I come back um and like just did it, man. Like I made I had a year. I had a year. So I came back. I made like four errors um out of like two hundred and some chances. Like I was just a I did everything I could at shortstop, every everything. So and then I hit like three thirty in the big west, like two eighty, two eighty five, two ninety overall. Um had a really good year. And in my mind I was getting drafted. I was like, I did it, I'm getting drafted. So um but I didn't get to it. So, um, I, yeah, so again, like just life, just say, nah, you're not as good as maybe you think, or you got to keep doing it. So, um, I end up, yeah, being all conference that year, um, which is a huge accomplishment. And I, it was such a good year. We didn't have a good year as a team. Uh, I did everything I could give everything I could, um, arm stayed healthy. I had to stay on it all the time. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then at that point, yeah, I was defensive player of the year for our team. So I did everything. And uh, the beauty of that year, I learned so much about the mental side from Greg Moore and those coaches. Like, that's when I started meditating. So that year was my first year. And you know me, like, as a med- meditation guy, all the visualization, all the mental techniques, right? Like, pretty crazy. Yeah. But that's where I learned it that year. I started visualizing tunnels and visualize myself having success, meditating before every game. 
And it was the most free I've ever felt in my life. Like I was just free. I wasn't like worried about the coaches, the other team. I wasn't worried about anything. I was just locked in. So um, that's what my big start to meditation is and all that stuff and the, all the mental techniques and starting to train my mind a little bit and not just be a good baseball player, like train your mind so that you can think properly and focus properly and stay free, stay calm and, and, and go from there. So um, then I started doing that and then I get into my summer and uh, didn't get drafted. So I was like, Oh man, I I thought I was gonna get drafted. Um, So this is where the Pecos comes along. (laughs) (laughs) Old Pecos. So I I get a call um, from the Pecos league, Raton Osos out in New Mexico, middle of nowhere. And I'm fresh out of division one man, an all conference guy. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna, like, okay, I'm going. And, and so I go, um, and I've never seen anything like this again. I went from playing on like TCU fields to like beautiful division one fields, like just being pampered the whole nine yards. And then now I'm here and I'm like, dude, there's like three fans of the game. Like this is a high school field. Like, Talking to the guys, like, yeah, dude, this is what you, I get paid like 50 bucks a month. Like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? So, but it was pro, like, it was my first stint, and I played like 14 games, and I finished it was the end of the year, so I finished it. And then I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever coming back to this league, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm going to continue to play, but I don't know. So, you know, then we go into the off season, and now I'm grinding again in the off season. And, uh, you know, Roswell hits me up. You know what I mean? So where we met, right? Um, yeah. So Roswell hits me up, and they were the defending champions of the Pecos League. And I'm like, now I'm starting to learn more and more uh, about about the Pecos. Like, hey, like, it is a route out to, like, higher indie ball leagues and indie pro leagues and stuff like that. So uh, I hit them up and take them up on it. So now I'm going to Roswell. I sign a contract. And uh, I play for them, and like again, I'm in the Pecos. Like you, I don't even know. We could talk about it forever. Like how many stories? The, I mean, just like living in the middle of nowhere to like how much you get paid to like just what you see on a daily basis. I don't know. It's so hard. Kind of, it's baseball. I tell so what I explain it is. It's like it's baseball at its purest. Like there ain't big signing contracts. There ain't a lot of money. You're getting paid, but like. You're playing on the grossest fields you've ever been in, like some of the weirdest towns you've ever been in. Sorry to everyone out there that, you know, is part of the Pecos. I love you. I love my host families. Everyone that took care of me in the Pecos, even, you know, Andrew Dunn, like everyone super thankful for the Pecos as much as maybe people bash it. Like it was an opportunity and it gave me an opportunity to play professionally. So um, we ended up having like a pretty good year and getting into playoffs. Um, The crazy thing is – um, that year, like we play 70 games and we, well, I guess like four games are left right into the season. It's all about getting pulled up. Like you want to be on a good team, you know, to get pulled up. Right. Um, so about four games ago, I get a call for the American association, which is, you know, like one of the, the best indie pros, like a double a equivalent type deal. Um, and, uh, they're like, we want you to come out for a two day contract. And I was like, two days. Um, all right. uh, but the thing is we're in a playoff push like with Roswell I'm like dude I'm like the shortstop I'm the guy like they need me um, but my head coach is like you need to go my manager is like you need to go like go play two games we'll see what happens so I go I drive all the way from Roswell New Mexico down to Texas and I just show up and I'm just like holy crap where am I um, 
And now this is like the big time, like one of the highest levels I ever played at, like way better than even division one, big West baseball. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. all right, like, let's do it. Um, so they start me at second. I'm like, all right, let's go. Um, I end up like tripling on my first pitch. I saw, I end up going like five for nine or something. I just tore it up in two games. And after my like fifth hit, like I'm on third base and the guy's like, we're signing you full time. And I was like, okay. Sounds good. That sounds good. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Like, I'm up in this. I got to where I need to be. I'm out of the Pecos. That's not the end of the story. So, like, I'm in Texas. Now I got to drive back to Roswell to get my stuff. And I'm, like, really torn because I'm like, okay, playoff push, championship. I hadn't won a championship in high school. I never won a championship in, in college. And even playing soccer, like, all these chances to do it. And, you know, yeah. it's like I never won one. So I was like, this is my chance to win a championship. And my team is there. Like, dude, you got called up. Like, this is awesome. Like, and I remember showing up and I had played that morning. And I don't know if this is something I should talk about, but whatever. Um, <laughs> strip my championship away. But uh, I come back and, like, I show up to the field in Roswell in, like, the afternoon. I dr- I played a game, 2-4 that day, got signed that day, come back. Hadn't fully signed yet. I don't know. This is where I'm kind of – I don't know if I'll leave it out if I signed or not. But um, – I come back and I show up and my head manager doesn't say anything about like, Hey, great job. Like you tore it up in those couple games. He's like, get your uniform on. Like you're getting, let's go. Like, what? It's like the eighth inning. We're down one. We need to win these games. Like when I left, we were four games away from the playoffs. We needed to win all four against a team that we should beat, but it's pro like anyone can beat anyone. We beat them yeah. twice on and now we're in this game, the eighth inning. And it's like, we're down. And my teammates just all, everyone's stressed out. And then I show up and everyone's like, Oh, like what up, dude? And now I'm in uniform, and they like start seeing me, and they're like, "All right, let's go." Um, and I'm like, "I'm not playing this game, right?" Tribe, my manager, he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, you know, if we go extras or what?" I'm like, "What are we doing, bro? I just got signed, you know." Like in my mind, like it's time, like I'm moving on, bro. Like, um, but I, I in my mind, I was super torn, so I was like, "All right, I'm doing it. I'll do anything you say because you're my guy, you're my manager." Um, so I get on deck, bro. I'm like, "Why am I up here?" And like again, I had already played, already driven. I'm beat, dude. Um. <laughs> and I just remember like thinking in my head, like, is this like con, you know, is this part of the, like, am I able to do this with my contract? Like my new contract, old contract, like it didn't matter at the point. It's wild West, bro. Pecos, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'm on deck and it's like tie game. And the guy before me hits a walk off dude. And like, I'm there to like embrace him. It was like, we won. And I'm like, yes, dude, one more game. This team we're in. We'll see what's going to happen with my contract with Sioux Falls, who, where it was, Canaries. Um, <laughs> and then I'm, like, in the starting lineup the next day for Roswell. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, am I playing? Trying? Like, am I playing? I thought I was just getting my stuff. I didn't know if, like, what the deal was. I didn't know if – I was asking Sioux Falls, hey, can I finish out the playoffs? And, like, in playoffs could be another, like, week or two. Um, and they're like, no. Like, it's either now or we're not signing you. And I'm like, what? Like – Ah, so I'm kind of in this predicament. I ended up playing that day. I went like one for four, a couple RBIs. We ended up winning the game um, and getting in the playoffs. So I was like, all right, we're in. We did it. We made this huge push. And that was probably one of the best teams I'd been on as far as like a pitching standpoint went. Um, And it was just a really well-rounded team. So that's 2015. And then uh, I went, like I ended up going to the Canaries. And like it was one of the hardest things in my life. And it left a void in my heart, like in my chest where we'll get to down the road here that I filled, you know, but, um, yeah, 
it was really hard, bro, to leave that team. And it was just like, dude, like I'm a huge part of this team. And then tried for tried to enforce me. He's like, you're going, bro. This the whole point is to get you to a higher level. Like we're going to win it for you. Like we're going to win it. So we end up like, and you know, a weird story is that tribe we're playing our rival Alpine, you know, yep. Alpine we're playing them yeah. and their manager had a shortstop too, who was good. Derek Fox, um, really good shortstop. And he yeah. wouldn't let Derek Fox go to the Sioux Falls. So they wanted him too. So they wanted one of us, one of us, because we're kind of like the shortstops in the Pecos that you would want. And they wouldn't let him go because his career, like, we need him for the playoff. Like, no, we're going to keep in the fucking Pecos. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I remember Tribe calling me. He's like, dude, we're playing them. Every day when I met with the manager, I just told him your name. I was like, Brett Balkan's gone, bro. I got him out of here. So, like, and we ended up beating Alpine. I Obviously, I was in Sioux Falls. Um, and they ended up winning a championship, dude. Like full on, won a championship. I got a ring. I played the whole season with them, and it to me it was like, yeah, I got a championship. Like just like anyone in the NBA playing like eighty games with the team, and they get traded or whatever. And now, you know, like I was a huge part of the team, but at the same time, it was like, fuck, man, I didn't, I didn't do anything in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So in yeah. my mind, yeah, I have a ring, but my first championship as far as like a, a high level goes, and. But to my mind, it just wasn't fulfilling as I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Um, so For now sure. I'm in Sioux Falls, and now I'm playing at the highest level where I played at. Now I'm playing in front of like three, four, ten thousand people a game, and I'm doing pretty well. And I'm grinding. And I'm making a name for myself. And I'm like, this is it. Like again, I think I have it figured out. Um, and I'm probably gonna get to affiliate now, and maybe get to that that big league level. <laughs> but um, Season finishes, I, I round out around like 250, but defensively I only made like an error or two for like a couple hundred chances. So I was I was their guy. The fans love me. The team loved me. So again, I'm like, all right, things are good. They re-sign me to another year, and then a month goes by and they trade me. So I get traded from Sioux Falls like a, a couple weeks before the season. So again, I'm just like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Why are you trading me? What's why? And they trade me to Traverse City in the Frontier League, um, another professional league, and um they released me so i got traded to a team that released me and uh right after i got released we're in spring training right and uh that's when i got released i go back to roswell and that's where i think you met me bro that's when yep. you met me right we're in yep. Falls, 26 right? Yep. 2016 in right? Falls. You're in falls, right so now we're yep. in falls and they i was on that team bro months before like a month before i was with sioux falls i was their starting third baseman starting second baseman I was their guy. They traded me. I got released. Now I show up to Sioux Falls for our little two-game spring training set, and I'm there. And I remember seeing the manager like, wait, whoa, what are you doing here? I was like, they fucking released me, man. Like, And I, I just like dead in his eyes. Like, they released me. Like, why did you even trade me there? But, you know, and then we end up playing, and we kind of compete with them, and they want me back. Like, it was just one of those things where it was just like, you know what? This is all a lot of just – there's a lot of bullshit behind all this. You know what I mean? And, yeah um, sometimes it's just about being where you want to be and playing where you want to be and not even about going up or down or wherever so um i stuck it out with 2016 roswell which is one of the best teams you know assembled in the pecos as far as like you know yeah what what it what it did offensively and just a really good team to be around and like a lot of good people that's where i met you and and just a really good team and we were <laughs> we were crazy and that that clubhouse was crazy um but again now here we are and it's like, now it's time to win another championship. Like, that's always what I was about, man. I was always about winning. Yeah. You know 
know what I mean? Like, you know me. I was about winning. Like, as far as playing for high levels, I got that taste. I played Division One. Like, I had the everything in that standpoint. But ultimately, what's it all about? It's about winning the people you meet, the people you're around. And, and that's that's where I think I grew up a little bit. You know what I mean? I was just like, you know what? If I do get caught late, again, here we'll see as we go. But um, so I got six games into the year. Remember, I got called up again, right? So. Yeah. Six games into the season, Florence wants me, and they're like, we need you right away. You know, it's like, do you really? So they, so I go. And then I sit for like 30 games or something, 20-something games. I just sit. I play like one game. And I'm like, so I go into the office again. Sioux Falls is hitting me up. We want you again. Like, so it's starting to like, again, be crazy in my mind where I'm supposed to be. What am I supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to be playing? Um, and I asked for my release because Florence is like, you're not a starter for us. Like, even though like shortstop's hitting 150, second baseman's hitting 180. It's just like, why am I not playing, dude? And so he told me my role, like you're a backup guy, just stay with us. And I was like, that's not what I that's I went to left for Oswald. I would have stayed. I, I didn't I didn't need to go have the clout of being at a higher level. I didn't need to make yeah. more dollars. Like I wanted to play and win a championship. So I come back, right? So I come back to you guys. I'm like, I'm back, dude. And it was one of the best feelings ever just to be embraced and like that's sometimes all you want to is just to be wanted and so yeah and then i i stayed and at that point when i came back i think i had done a lot of growing up and i was just like you know what f this f everyone i'm here to fuck this league up and win this league win a championship and it was it was all gonna go to that i didn't care who called me so i started getting more calls again like sioux falls is starting to hit me up oh you're starting to hit some home runs oh you know and then you know, other teams like, hey, we can, we want you, but we can't pay you the league minimum. We have to pay you under the league. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, like that's sketch. You know what I mean? So I'm like, it's starting to get really weird as far as like what people want and like what is the point a little bit. Um, so I deny it all, dude. I deny, deny, deny. Nope, nope, nope. I'm staying in Roswell. I don't care. It's the Pecos League. I don't care. Like, these are my boys. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to go win a championship here and I'm going to deal with the rest after. So now we're in, now that's my mindset. And now we get into playoffs with Rock, because we should, and we are the best team. I kinda, I'm lying a little bit there. I think Tucson was, <laughs> had the best. They were, they were just like a little more fundamentally sound, I think. You know what I mean? A little, they had a couple good pitchers. I don't know, man. I figured we had the most, I don't know, most flair. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was one of those things where like we were very evenly matched as far as what we could offer, but I think we relied too much on home runs. You know what I mean? So yeah. when we had to go to them, it became more of a pitching defensive duel. And it's like, dude, that's we still had that. It's not like we were bad defensively, bad no, pitching. For sure. We weren't as strong as them, I think, as far as like a defensive side, a pitching side. Um, but we had a way better lineup. It was just here we are now playing at their field. Um graveyard we couldn't hit home runs anymore at that field it was like yeah dead wind it was just that's and that was what we relied on man you know what i mean it was like hitting bombs like we were just gonna freaking outscore you all the time like we had good enough pitching to keep us the score down and we're gonna hit five ten home runs i even had three home runs that year, bro. like what um so uh it was pretty crazy but I just remember losing that series, right? And just, like, it tore my heart out again. I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't have that ring that I'm super proud of. I don't have that dog pile moment that I'm like, this is, I did it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. We did it. I don't want to say it's all about me. But we did it. And, uh, 
that one hurt so much. I think you saw me after that series and you saw me like flip out on that umpire. I don't know if you saw that, bro. Yeah. Flipped on that umpire. And again, mentally, I don't know. I was super, it was, I was giving everything, but mentally, I, I don't think I had transformed enough mentally yet because I remember I let the umpire get in my head. He was screwing me. But again, if you fast forward a couple years down the road to the end of my career, that wouldn't mess with my head because yeah, he was calling pitches that were balls, strikes, but it was like still I was swinging at him or I wasn't, you know, I was just not adjusting. Um, so I just remember being like semis one game away from going to the championship series and just like I had given everything. And again, teams are starting to try to call me up again. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I didn't, I like kind of denied a couple call-ups and I was like, no, no. And then we went to the world baseball classic, right? Yeah. The challenge. Yeah. The world baseball challenge, which was cool. And we went to the championship with that. And again, in that moment still, I was kind of like, I don't know. I was just hurting a little bit. I was just like banged up and kind of just like what, you know, so had a good year, all that stuff. But, um, I don't know. So we do that. And again, it's the season's over. And now it's what is it, 2016, right? So yeah, that was a 16 season. Now I get signed again by Florence, and I'm like, I should know better with this team. Um, again, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> like I'm just being yeah. honest here. Um, but I sign again. And they're like, you're our guy. Like, you're our guy. Like, you're gonna start the first month, no matter what. It's like, dude, all I need is a week. Give me a week to start, yeah. you know, and I'll, I'll prove I'm the guy. That's short, but. Uh, again, I signed maybe too early, and then when things changed, they signed another shortstop. I ended up playing against back in the day. It was just like one of those things where I was just like, really, man? And then they trade me again. So I get traded again. I'm like, is this really what it's like? You know. So I'm traded again. Now I'm traded to a, a brand new league, never heard of, United Shore, where I'm oh, like, okay, right. I'm going to get unicorns. I'm like, that's my team. And again, I'm just like – I've never even heard of this team, like, but it ended up being a really high level type league, really good pitching. It was a younger league. You had to be like under 26, 27. So I was like an older guy in that league. Um, and again, I go there and I just show up and I'm just like, I'm here. I got traded here. I'm in. Uh, and again, it was rocky to start. Like they weren't starting me. They weren't playing me. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to talk to the manager. Like I need to play. Um, again, I'm not trying to make it about me. I'm just kind of trying to get out what I'm worth. You know what I mean? Um, Mm-hmm. I'll go somewhere else that wants me. I'll go back to the Pecos and someone that wants me. Um, ends up he start starts starting me. And this the manager was Jim Essian. Love him. Ex big league manager, ex big league player. Um, really good baseball mind. And so I ended up having a really, really, really good year. And again, here's that point of like I'm going to get signed to the affiliates, and like this is it. Uh, I ended up being like an MVP finalist. Um, had the best fielding percentage as shortstop. We get in the playoffs. Um, didn't win at all, but like it was like a, a year to remember in my mind. Like, dude, I had I did it again. Like, this is one of my best years. First All Star selection in Pro Bowl. Um, so it was like a big deal to me. I kind of did everything I wanted to again. Hit over three hundred in a league where only three or four guys hit over three hundred. Um, it kind of became a fan favorite. Everyone loved me. That's where the stash was born, and people were calling me the stash <laughs> everywhere I went. And um, again, the mental side was. Uh, I was starting to really hone in on the mental side and understanding that I can visualize success. I can, I can meditate every day, clear my mind, reset every day. I go 0 for 4 and reset and be completely fine. Where in my past, 0 for 4 would be 
fuck me, dude. I'd be 0 for 12. You know, you know, hardly. Yeah. even with you, like Roswell, my first couple of years, I just wasn't. You saw me a little bit better hitter, but the year before, I was still kind of fighting a little bit to be that hitter I wanted to be. I yeah. think I captured it with you in 2016, 2017, 2018. Those are my like, I in my mind, the best hitting years I've ever had in my life. Defensively, it was always kind of the, I was who I was, you know. Um, so that year goes by, and I'm like, all right, well, what now? Like, let's get me into the affiliates or whatever. So I ended up signing the Frontier. Another mistake. So the Frontier, man, I don't even give a shit anymore. But, like, I don't know, man. Don't trust them. Never will. Never will work for them. Um, it has nothing to do with, like, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. Every time I went there, it wasn't about baseball. It was about promotions it was about oh we're gonna have this little tryout and bring in guys that never played really college baseball like and like they're just trying out they hadn't played in four years and we have to sign a couple of them just to show that you know so it was just in my mind the frontier was the biggest mistakes i've ever made as far as a career and i went there three times and i got released three times so um did i get released anywhere else no did i have to deal with that anywhere else no so um i go to the lake erie crushers or whatever and I hit like 360 in the spring, like didn't make an error, made diving plays, just tearing it up. I was playing my best baseball again. And uh, I was just like leaving off where I left off the year before. And uh, they released me. So I was just like, what, dude? Like, are you freaking kidding me? And at this point, I'm not even willing to fight. I'm just like, you know what? I think I'm done, dude. I think I'm done. It's not my how I'm playing. It's what I'm in. It's the situation, the circumstances of this level of how i don't care how cutthroat it is i'm a grinder dude i will grind through anything but it was one of those things where it was just like you know what i think i'm done i think i'm done i think i'm i'm gonna move on from baseball and go coach full-time and do what i do back home and then get paid you know get paid what i'm worth and get treated what i'm worth and and i was just getting tired of the bus rides tired of the pay tired of how they treat you how they can just release you and treat you like a piece of meat and just not even care that you're driving all over kingdom come to get to these places, you know? So, um, I took a month off and like kind of refocused and refreshed and here comes Brian Cloppy. Hey, <laughs> bring me back, man. So he's like, Hey, like you want to, you want to coach in the Pecos? I was like, coach in the Pecos. Uh, all right. I, somehow I committed. I was like, all right, Bakersfield, let's do it. I'm moving to Bakersfield. I'm going to go coach for the Bakersfield train robbers. And uh, so I coach for a couple weeks and we're just fucking up, bro. Like, <laughs> it's just not good. We're like six and 19 or something. Six and I don't know, bad, bad. Like, and again, I hadn't filled that void of winning a championship yet in my mind. So I was just like, all right. Like, and Coffee kept hinting, like, I always have you in here. I can always make you the veteran and you could play. And I was just like, Coffee. Like I did it in this level, but technically in my mind, I still had that piece of like, I didn't win a championship per se, as far as like me dogpiling. I had my ring. Yeah. I was kind of like, uh, no, I'm still not going to do it. So it was a couple weeks of him begging me. I don't want to say begging, but he was like, come on, Bob, let's go. Let's go. I need you. Let's go. And he's my, he's one of my best friends ever. Um, and uh, so I did it. And my stuff's in Vegas from when I got released. I flew to my sister's in Vegas, left my shit there. And I'm like, I'm going to go coach. And then uh, 
So I drove from LA to Vegas to see my sister and I'm playing. Now I'm in the starting lineup the next day, batting second. I'm just like, Jesus, bro. Just like put me in the bottom of the hole. Like, and just let me like inch my way in. So I, now I drive to Vegas, drive back to like Adelanto, middle of nowhere, Pecos league. And I'm like, my, and now I'm starting playing second. I'm like, Holy shit. I'm back in this thing. Um, end up going like three for five and like, here we go. I'm ready to go. And it, it kind of like left off where I was. Um, we reel off like 19 out of 21 wins, bro. Since I started, since I signed and became, and, and became a player. And it was just so funny. Cause I was in the clubhouse as far as like the hidden little coaches clubhouse, which was way nicer. And then now I'm in the, like with the players and I'm like, Holy shit. Like now I'm back. And, uh, but we are just tearing shit up, dude. Like we are just dominating. Like there was no one, no one had like, I don't know. It all just came together. And like, we, he was like signing the right guys, putting the right pieces together. Klopp was doing an amazing job. Like he does, like we'll start out terrible and then he'll just find, he doesn't care. He'll just find yeah. a way to get the right players. He'll force me out of retirement um, to play. <laughs> and like I did. And like, it ended up being that year of just like, it was just a magical year, dude. It was just like, I ended up having my best offensive year of my life. Um, defensively, I was kind of like, wasn't great to be honest. Like I made the most errors I had made in the Pecos. And again, those fields are garbage, but I, I was making more errors, but again, we were just like, it was just coming together. So we get into playoffs and, uh, again, here we are. And I'm like, all right, I'm in the playoffs, but I'm way more in tune with my mind here. And I knew what I needed to do. I'd been here. I've lost here. I've been all that stuff. Like I kind of kept refreshing to 2016 with us and just being like, I can't let this happen again, bro. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, I need to be better. And even though in my mind, like I gave everything in 2016, I only went like, I didn't hit well in 2016. I made a couple of errors that I wasn't happy of in 2016. So in my, again, you've got to hold yourself accountable. So I was like, dude, I need to be way better. I need to be completely perfect. You know what I mean? Um, so first game, we end up getting a chance. I got a chance to hit a walk-off, hit a walk-off sack fly. We end up winning that game. And this is a two out of three series against a team we hate. They hate us. Um, going to game two, and I'm like, hey, if we win game two, we get a day off. And we had a day, hadn't had a day hey. off all year, bro. I'm like, we need this. So we're going into game two, and we're just getting our ass whooped, bro. We're down nine fucking zero in the eighth inning with two outs. You want to, like, think of that score right there. Down nine fucking zero with two outs, no one on base. And I'm like, all right, like, okay, well, I'm not getting a day off tomorrow. Like, we're going to beat these guys in game three, decisive game three. It was uh, Our heads were already there. Like, there was no point of, like, being, like, joking around. Like, all right, all right let's get it. Like, fake confidence. No one was fake confident in anything. No one was acting like we are going to win. No one's in the dugout being like, dude, we can do this, bro. Because everyone would just slap that guy in the face. Like, no, we can't, bro. I don't give a shit. Yeah. What like, you're down 9-0 in the eighth inning with two outs no one on. Like, it's okay just to be like – all right, let's get ready for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> right. It's pitching. We're not going to, like, make some change to try to – it's just now it's time to prepare for the next day. Um, but, again, now if we get to the rest of the story, you always got a shot. You know what I mean? So, yeah. knock, dude. We get a little knock. We get a good guy on base. 9-0, eighth inning, two outs, no one on. It wasn't even, like, bases loaded. Oh, we hit a grand slam. Now it's 9-4. Like, no one on. So, you get a couple knocks. Get a couple knocks here and there. 9-1, you know what I mean? 9-2. And we're still in the eighth. 9-2, 9-3. Now it's I get up, it's like 9-6 at that point or something. I get a little ground ball knocked through the six hole, like my special, you know what I mean? Bulky special. Uh, scores are run. Now it's like 9-7. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. Like, we got a shot, bro. Like, they're fucking up. Like, it wasn't we were doing anything. I was like kind of like 
they're fucking up, bro. Um, yeah. And they, we hate each other, bro. We don't like this team. They don't like us. It's like Alpine. It's But it's like this is our division rival. They're really good, dude. I, I have all the respect for them. They're California City. Like, they're good at baseball. Um, it was just like two of the best teams, I think. Go, and they were a team that was like divisional wild card type team. They could have won it all if they got by us. I swear, I, I swear by it, they would have. But – they didn't get by us. So now it's nine seven or whatever, not maybe nine six. I'm on second base. And I'm like, all right, like nine six, baby. Ground ball up the middle. Chuck Rocker. <laughs> Ground ball up the middle, bro. I'm round in third. And I, there's the catcher I don't like, bro. And I'm like, all right, bro. And I just fucking I tried to be cool about it and just lay him out. But this guy's six five. Way outweighs me probably by 20 pounds. And I just remember like it was just one of those things there was like boom. And like like I just like exploded and I just felt like I like his knee went into my leg. Like I we just it didn't look pretty, it didn't look good, but I completely tried to run him over, but he was so strong and big that it was just like a huge collision. And I scored. Falls on the ground. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like limping off. Like nine eight. It's nine eight. 9-8 at this point, our third baseman runs on to, like, protect me. He gets tossed. And I'm like, well, all right. Like, I didn't even get tossed for running the guy over for no reason. I could have just slid in, bro. I'm so – you know me, bro. But I'm like, fuck it, dude. Like, we need this. We need the energy, dude. We need to get it going. Hell, yeah. I am out, bro. Um, Now it's 9-8. And it's like, holy fuck, dude. We're here. And then one more knock. Boom. 9-9. Nine, nine. And we're like, oh, my God. We did it, bro. It's not over yet, right? So the eighth inning ends. Nine fucking nine. We came back. And they put up runs all day. It wasn't like they put up nine, then we put up nine. It was like they beat the shit out of us every inning. Almost scored every inning. 9-0, like game over. But now it's 9-9. Nine, nine. We go into the ninth. And here I am again, dude. I get another chance for a walk-off. Um, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Walk-off? Um, and I get an outside pitch, and I just lace it to right. Run around second. Game-winning run. On second, there's like one out or, yeah, maybe no outs, one out. Dude just makes a ridiculous catch. And I was like, are you kidding me, bro? Like like reaching back, spinning, caught it. And I was like, fuck. So we tag up, get to third. Um, Daryl, my boy, who ended up scoring both walk-off runs. Next pitch, pass ball. See you oh. Walk-off, pass ball. Daryl scored both walk-off runs. Huge role player for us. Love that guy to death. Donaldson. It's one of those things where the guy didn't get much opportunity, but when he did, he made two of the biggest base running plays of like I'll never forget him. Um, and it was one of those, he was like a rookie, and it was just so awesome to see. And he ended up scoring again. So we walked off back to back days, same, same pinch runner, same big deal. See you later. And, I, and now we're moving on. Right. Um, so now we move on and we got another series to beat i'm pretty sure and we swept them i think it was pretty handily that we swept them um i don't remember who that was oh oh it was tucson it was tucson <laughs> again bro here we are in the semis tucson and i'm like fuck seeing flashbacks of 2016 <laughs> the beauty of it we weren't on the same field we were on like a different field completely different team and i'm just like it's different this time, bro. And they were they were a higher seed, I think, or whatever. They had a really good year, and we just kicked the shit out of them. Like, just no chance. Zero chance. We were better in all phases of the game. They came over and sh- after we swept them in two games. So we're up now we're four games, sweep both teams, and they come up to us, shake our hands. Um, and they shook our hands after the game. Like, that's just the ultimate respect. They just – they knew. Like, they knew. Like, you yeah. guys – 
Giants, dude. You guys, this is your year. You're going to win it all. And now, guess what? Here we are, Alpine, at Alpine. Oh, no. the record, I think, for the most wins of the year, bro. Like, they were just, like, we show up, and they're so cocky, so confident. Because, again, you know, you got the record. You're the number one seed. We're going to your field. So we had to go to Tucson. We, had, we hosted California City because we had a better record. But we didn't have a great record, man. We just turned it on late, like I said. So um, we were able to, like, we had to go to Tucson, whoop their ass. And now we're we're kind of on the road a little bit where that's always fishy. So now we're playing Alpine in their place. They just set the record for most wins in the Pecos. So it's like their year, right? But um, So now we're, again, like, I'm here. I'm like, I'm here. This is it. This is all I need to kind of call my career if I want to, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so – we go into game one and we, it was like really close. Uh, and for me, like I, I, had, I, it was late in the game. We're down, like we're up 14, 12 in like the eighth inning. Um, and I get a chance like O2 pitch up over my head. I don't even know how I fucking hit it to this day. I ain't no home run hitter guy, bro. Like, you know that I probably had like six to eight in my career. Um, <laughs> but I got it up and out fastball at like 90. The guy threw like harder to help me and I just got barrel to it. So it's 14-12. I go yard off the off the top of the wall to right field. We go 16-12. And no, everyone's just in disbelief because I'm just like, I don't do that. But I did. And I went yard, Oppo. And uh, Oppo Taco at Alpine, like the graveyard of a field. And uh, I don't know, caught a jet stream. Maybe God was just saying, hey, here you go for all the bullshit you went through. Um, and we, we ended up winning game one, 16-12. We go into game two. We're one game away from a ring, dude. Um, we lose game two and they kind of just outplayed us a little bit. It was a close game. It, this, these games are just bad and bad, 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 back and back high scoring as can be. And now we're at game three and I'm getting this like weird feeling of just like, fuck dude. Like, is it going to happen? Can we make this happen? Like, I don't know anymore. And now it's like getting to that point of just like, I can, we can only do so much as, as anyone, you know what I mean? So we got yeah. this guy pitching, Elwell, Michael Elwell, I don't know if you know him, dude. He just, like, was balling, bro. He was just on, just on. And it was just, like, it was crazy, but it was still a close game. And, like, Jorgen, a Pete Jorgen hit a home run. That was huge, bro, like, late in the game. We took the lead, and I just remember being, like, up 8-6 late and just being, like, dude, I think we got it, bro. I think we got it. And then uh, we ended up getting – yeah, I think we ended up – Getting to the last inning, and they had guys on. It was like two outs, eight, six, ground ball to our third baseman. And it was just through to Bobby Webb, who you know. Bobby Webb was on that yeah. team. He had a great year for us, man. Like, I played with Bobby Roswell, Bakersfield, and Utica Unicorn. So we were chasing the championship together for a while, and we fucking finally got it. Um, Hell yeah. Played first, Bobby's got it. Dogpile. Um, last game of my career. <laughs> right there. Wow. Bro. Um, it was one of the best feelings ever, dude. Like it was, it didn't even matter what level it didn't even matter anymore. It was just like, we did it, bro. We set out, we won it. Um, copy got another ring. I got another ring. Uh, Bobby got the ring. Like it was just a really big deal. And, uh, we ended up getting to celebrate drinking champagne, drink cigars, beers, a whole nine years on their field. Um, uh, Alpine who had always felt was the team that I wanted to, I just didn't like either. So yeah. Big rival for me for years for at Roswell, but now I'm at Bakersfield. So um, ended up getting a championship there, and uh, 
that was it. That was my last prof- professional game playing and ended up being regular season MVP, ended up being the postseason MVP. Did it all. So I ended up having one of my best years ever. And I was old. I was tired. So I ended up just, you know, getting, again, hit up by a bunch of teams being like, hey, let's go. Like, you can play with us. San Rafael, Florence, like all these other teams. And, you know, and I was just like, you know what? I think I'm good. It wasn't where I was at as a playing standpoint. It was just, I want to, you know, I don't, I didn't want to break down fully physically where I can't even play catch with my kid. I don't want to. I'm tired of driving all the time. I'm tired of being on bus rides. I'm tired of like dealing with how much like the managers and owners can just like fuck you and get rid of you. Like I was just kind of, yeah. I loved it. It was everything I could ask for as far as my career. I didn't think I was going to play professional. I didn't think I was going to play D1. I didn't think I would ever be all conference, all American. I didn't think any of that. In high school, I was just like just playing to enjoy the game. So um, that's kind of as much as I could go over in an hour, I guess. But that was it, man. Like, it was a good run. I met so many good people along the way, and that's all that ever matters. I could have all these accolades in the world or none of the accolades in the world, terrible years, great years. Like, even my terrible years, I met so many good people. Um, the connections, it's just – it's it's endless. And how much I've learned from other people, like, mm. that I use now for my kids, running my business as a hitting coach – I don't know. It's changed my life. And and so I'm super appreciative of you and all the people around me that were along the journey with me and were able to be with me and play with me, play alongside me, deal with who I was as a person and how <laughs> I, you know, I had thorns coming out my back. But um, I, I'm super appreciative of it. And it was a good run and I'll, I wouldn't trade anything. So I guess that's, uh, that's what I got for you. <laughs> That's the story. Real quick, where do you what what's next? Obviously, you have your own business. You're coaching. Um, what what's the next move for the the great Brett? <laughs> so right now, I work in admissions for University of Arizona um, from oh. home, which is great. Getting me that type of side of things. If I would do want to go coach college, if I do want to, you know, try to take on more of an academic type role, um, and then I run my business. Um, about 130, 150 clients, which is cruising, going great, video analysis, Epstein certified, um, everything I could teach you in those moments. And then I do a little bit of travel ball as well. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to mull over if I want to um, come back to full-time coaching. Um, oh, okay. So free agent, if anyone out there, you know, but I'm just thinking about it, <laughs> if it can line up uh, logistically. Um, but yeah, it's right now. That's what I'm doing. I'm working from home during the day, and then I coach, coach a lot during the night. Do do a lot. I believe of it. Teach a lot of baseball, and I'm just trying to get everything I can out to these kids. I want them to go further than me. I want them to experience more than I experienced. I want them to have the chance to go that far. So, um, yeah, here you got your own facility out there. That's awesome. How's that going? Uh, it it was awesome. We we shut down when COVID hit, just because I oh, mean. Man. At that that it was just a tough time, you know. We we probably bit off a little too much than we should have to start off. I mean, but learning experience, I loved every second of it. Um, but you know, maybe one day down the road, once the kids grow up a little bit, we start it over again or or yeah. something. It's definitely something I want to I want to redo. That's pretty awesome, yeah. And and with your wife and kids, you have two kids now. Uh, second one's due in June. Um. Oh, that's June. Ready Boy Ball, born in June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like the just the connections, and who knows, we could run a facility down the road. <laughs> Absolutely. And if anyone's down in the San Diego area, make sure you check out Brett and look out for him. Um, yes. Great dude. I mean, you heard the passion, you heard everything in in the story. The dude will absolutely give the shirt off his back for anyone who who lets him in and embraces him. Bred 100% all about the connections and the experiences more so than the accolades. So yes, it was sir. a pleasure having you on, pleasure meeting you. You know, I know no matter what, you're going to have my back and I got yours. I mean, just we're phone calls away. I know you know that and those guys from Roswell know that um, and yes, Bakerfield. Sir. Um, so thank you, Brett, for coming on and sharing your story. Any last words? No, thank you so much. You're the man. Thank you for having me on. Love you to death. If you need anything, I'm here. If any of your players need anything, any hitters, I'm here. I'm here to help any way I can try to pass on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Brett. Thank you everybody for tuning in and until next time, peace.